BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Did you see the Orioles? How pathetic that they suspended their play-by-play guy, Kevin Brown. He was removed from the mass and broadcast after he made a reference to Baltimore's lack of uh, success against the Rays at the Trop in previous years. So the game was July 23rd. Brown noted that the O's had won as many games at Trop in 2023 as they had in the past three years combined. A graphic showing the Orioles' struggles accompanied his commentary on the air. The ownership, which is John Angelos, took issue with the comment, and he hasn't been on a game since. And, of course, Masson is jointly owned by the O's and Nationals. The O's dispute that he was suspended, but that's exactly what he was, and they said they wouldn't comment on personnel matters, and they look forward to hearing Kevin's voice soon. But they did suspend him, and everybody in baseball is shredding the Orioles The guy is good at his job. Everybody knows Kevin Brown does all kinds of stuff with ESPN, you name it. But he's worked as the O's TV and radio commentator since 2019. And, of course, back in the day, I mean, the O's were one of the worst teams in baseball from 2018 to 2021. But they turned it around this season. They're in first place, one of the best teams in the American League, if not the best team. How pathetic that they suspend a guy for telling it like it is. He wasn't even critical of the team. He just stated the facts. And how about this? The TV network had a graphic where they were actually showing their futility at the drop in the years previous to 2023. So the entire thing, you know, the episode was planned. They knew they were going to talk about it. And they weren't slamming the team. They were just showing uh, their futility at the drop before they got good this year and started beating them. It really is unbelievable. It's weak. And John Angelo should be ashamed of himself. Of course, he's a billionaire, so he's not going to ever take the fall for this. He suspends the announcer. He didn't like the announcer, Brown's comments. How pathetic is that? 
I thought the Dodgers blowout win over the Padres yesterday was unbelievable. 13-7. They were down 5 nothing. Mookie Betts hit a grand slam. Number 31 to cap an eight-run fourth inning. Like I said, they were down 5-zip. He knocked a pitch from Lugo into the left center field seats and... That was with one out in the fourth, and the Dodgers had an 8-5 lead. And, I mean, it was just unbelievable watching them just pour it on. Bet said, we just don't give up. You got to play all nine innings no matter what. We've been around for a while. A lot of us have, and the young guys are taking to it. We have fun playing the game. Bet says he usually doesn't swing at 3-0. He said, I just decided to swing, and fortunately I did. I still see myself as a leadoff hitter that's supposed to get on base, so maybe that's what's ingrained in me. But in that situation, I mean, especially with the momentum, trying to score as many points as possible, that was a good time to swing. It was his sixth career grand slam. It was the 11th grand slam for the Dodgers this year to tie their single season high. Altman had four hits for the Dodgers, who took three of four in the series to improve to eight and two this season against the Padres. Of course, the Padres beat the 111-win Dodgers in the division series in October. San Diego was up five zip, and they scored it off Gonsolin in the third, but that lead was gone in the fourth. Freeman hit a leadoff single. Will Smith flied out. Muncie walked. Peralta hit an RBI double, and Hayward doubled for two more. I mean, it's unbelievable. Hernandez walked. Albin singled. Rojas hit a bloop single to center to pull the Dodgers to 5-4. Betts then hit the shot, and there were a lot of Dodger fans there. Sellout, 44,000-plus. That grand slam was the end for Lugo. He allowed a career-high eight earned runs on eight hits and three and a third. He said, I made some mistakes out there, left some balls over the plate in some bad counts. Gee, you think? Gonsolin allowed six runs on nine hits in six innings. Bottom line is, remember this, Gonsolin doesn't pitch well in day games, only at night. Dave Roberts was talking about Freddie Freeman. He said, in the batter's box, he's the modern-day Tony Gwynn. I'll say that. I was there for Tony's 2,000th hit against the Rockies. I knew Tony as a friend. I think Tony would take that as a compliment for me saying that. Freeman, of course, was the 2020 NL MVP with the Braves. He came into yesterday's game hitting 339 second in the NL to Acuna with 23 homers and 80 RBIs. Robert said Kershaw will likely start Thursday night at Dodgers Stadium in the opener of a series against the last place Rockies. Julio Urias is scheduled to start tonight in the opener of a two-game set at Arizona. They're going to counter with Brandon Fatt, who's 0-5 with a 7-plus ERA. The Padres will send righty Nick Martinez in the opener of a two-game set at Seattle with the Hot M's. They plan to go with the righty Logan What's Eating Gilbert Grape, who's 9-5 and with a 3-8 ERA. How about the Pirates upsetting the Braves and Spencer Strider 7-6 to after a crazy rain delay in Pittsburgh. Connor Joe homered in the fourth. 
and the Pirates stun the Braves. Their third straight loss. Pittsburgh ended an eight-game losing streak to the Braves that dated to 2021. Strider matched a career low by pitching just two and two-thirds. He had gone 8-1 and one in his previous 12 starts. He allowed five hits, walked three, and struck out three. He said, you're going to have bad starts from time to time, but you can't have a bad start to this level. The Braves got as close as 7-6. That's what they lost by in the ninth when Michael Harris hit a leadoff double and scored on Albie's ground out. But David Bednar held on for his 23rd save and 25 opportunities. Matt Olson had two hits, drove in two for the Braves. He's got 99 RBIs. Albies hit his 26th home run. Austin Riley had a pair of hits, but they lost. Yanni Chirinos will start for the Braves tonight against the righty Mitch. Don't call me Helen Keller, who's 9-8 with a 4-3 ERA. He's 0-4 with a 9.9 ERA and four starts since pitching in the All-Star game last month in Seattle. How about the Red Sox? Pablo Reyes hit a walk-off grand slam at Fenway to break a tie in the ninth as Boston beat Kansas City 6-2. Cole couldn't win in Chicago. Ace Ventura drops one. White Sox 5-1 get it done. Andrew Vaughn with a big home run, a two-run shot for Chicago. The Reds finally won a game. Votto homered 5-2 over the Marlins. Twins roll the Tigers. Carlos Correa drove in four runs. Mets get two homers from the Polar Bear. 11-2 over the Cubs. Jays keep winning. Biggio a homer. 3-1 they beat the Guardians in Cleveland. Brewers smack the Rockies 12-1. Peralta struck out 13. Giants scored six runs in the ninth to beat the Angels 8-3. The Angels have lost seven in a row. They haven't won in August. And the Rangers and Dunning 5-3 over the A's in the Ashtray in Oakland. Yesterday, I gave you the standings in all the divisions. Today, I give you the wild card leaders in the AL. Tampa by four games over Houston. They have a half game lead over the Blue Jays. Seattle's three back. Boston five back. The Yankees five and a half deep. In the National League, the Giants have a three-game cushion over the Phillies, who have a a two-and-a-half game lead over the Reds. The Reds have the final spot by a game over the Cubs, a game and a half over the Marlins, two over the D-backs, four over the Padres, and the Pirates are seven-and-a-half deep. Now let's shift to college football. The USA Today college football coaches poll is out. The top 25 heading into the season. Georgia, coming off a 15-0 season, is ranked number one. Then Michigan, 13-1. They open against East Carolina. They're ranked number two. Georgia opens September 2nd against Tennessee Martin. That'll be a tough game for the Bulldogs, certainly. Number three is Alabama. They went 11-2. and two. They opened September 2 against Middle Tennessee. Ohio State was 11-2. and two. They're number four. They opened September 2nd at Indiana. LSU's number five. They went 10-4. and four. They opened September 3rd against Florida State in Orlando. Number six is USC. They went 11-3. They opened August 26th against Nevada 
Number seven is Penn State. They went 11-2. They opened September 2nd against West Virginia. Number eight is Florida State. I told you they opened against LSU. They went 10-3. Number nine is Clemson. They went 11-3. They opened September 4th at Duke. Number 10 is Tennessee. They went 11-2. They opened September 2nd against Virginia in Nashville. Real quick, Washington is 11, Texas is 12, Notre Dame is 13. They open against Navy in Dublin, Ireland on August 26th. Utah is 14, Oregon is 15, TCU 16, K-State is 17, Oregon State is 18, but nobody wants them in their conference. Number 19 is Oklahoma, 20 is North Carolina, 21 Wisconsin, 22 Mississippi, 23 Tulane, 24 Texas Tech, and number 25 is Jimbo's Texas A&M Aggie. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.